Entrepreneur on Fire 776. Devote 30 minutes or more a day and you'll grow your knowledge base. You'll see opportunities you didn't see before. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50-plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a power pack upgrade free. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Tom Corley. Tom, are you prepared to ignite? John, I'm, I'm ready to ignite. I'm on fire right now. <laughs> yes. Tom is the author of the Amazon number one best-selling book, Rich Habits, The Daily Success Habits of Wealthy Individuals. He is also a CPA, CFP, and holds a master's degree in taxation. Tom, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally, then expound upon the biz. Sure, John. Um, I was born and raised on, in Staten Island, and uh, we came from a a uh, very wealthy family. We, my, my dad lost his business overnight, just random bad luck. His uh, warehouse burned down. So we went from being very rich, I think in today's dollars, about $20 million to being poor overnight. My dad lost everything. And, uh, so he kind of had to start from scratch and, uh, he had, uh, a lot of help along the way because his, he had some of the rich habits like building relationships and he got dug himself out of the hole and he retired nearly a millionaire. Wow. So, Tom, let's do a little uh, background about you right now, a little personal insight. I'm running a CPA firm, but lately my career path has been shifting a little bit because of the success of Rich Habits. Um, I've uh, you know, been in the media a lot and getting a lot of attention, and uh, it's just really uh, persistence, uh, trying, trying the, my hardest to uh, get the message out there about the Rich Habits. Uh, and um, I would say the last uh, 16 months, John, it's really been – I've been on fire – you know, you, you guys are all on fire uh, with uh, your your podcast. Well, I've been on fire the last 16 months thanks to a lot of, uh, I guess, good serendipitous things that have happened. You've led quite the interesting journey, Tom. And, you know, that's why I'm excited to chat with you because you have been simply on fire the past 16 plus months. And, you know, even before that, I mean, you were doing some great things. You were rocking and rolling and then you hit, you know, this great opportunity. You pivoted and you drove forward. And I think that's really important and a really special story that we can share with our listeners today. But before we get into all that jazz, Tom, we always start with a success quote and why you chose that. So take it away. Accumulating wealth is not about hitting it out of the park, I learned. It's about consistently getting those singles. I mean, consistently every day. You get enough singles and you win the game. It's one of the things that I guess represents uh, what I've been doing uh, the last, I guess, 10 years or so, I've been um, just uh, being present, trying every day. I have something I call the daily five that I do five things every day that move me forward towards achieving my goals. And uh, uh, so I'm not uh, looking to get the home run. I'm just trying to stay in the game. And as, and when you stay in the game, John, when you hit those singles, 
that's when you, you every now and then you get an opportunity to hit a home run. So the, the key is being persistently uh, engaged in trying to pursue your goals every single day, not occasionally, every single day. Mm. Love that. So, Tom, what we do here at Entrepreneur on Firelands is a little different. It's a little unique. We focus on the stories and not just the stories of right now, you literally on fire. I mean, we'll get to that. But we want to go back to a time in your journey when you weren't on fire, when you failed, when you hit a massive obstacle or a challenge. And Tom, I want you to tell that story, like really take us to that moment. We want to be there with you during this difficult time in your entrepreneurial journey and really expound upon the lessons you learned. One point last year, I think I calculated that over uh, a 27 month period, I had tried and failed 32,849 times and <laughs> uh, just trying to get any media attention for my book, Rich Habits. Uh, I was so depressed. I was so down and out that I, at one point I considered quitting, but I didn't. I don't know why. I just kept tweeting. I kept emailing. I kept calling the media. I pitched them a thousand different ways. It helped me fine tune my message and and really learn and educate myself on how to communicate what I know, my research. Uh, And then finally, one member of the media sent me an email in response to one of my 20,000 tweets. And that was uh, someone you've had on your show, Farnoosh Tarabe. Oh, yeah. Uh, She was at, at the time, she was the host of uh, a real popular Yahoo internet show called Financially Fit. And so yeah, uh, Farnoosh interviewed me, and then Yahoo released the interview on July 16, 2013. I thought it was just another one of those interviews, and, well, it wasn't. It went viral. It had 2.2 million hits. Uh, and I was told by Farnoosh that they had the, the most they had ever gotten before was 400,000 hits. Uh, the important thing was one of those hits – was uh, Dave Ramsey. Oh, he's you know who Dave is. I know you had Rachel on. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a radio host with he's got about 8 million listeners. Uh, he's the third largest radio audience in America behind uh, Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity. And uh, Dave actually read the Yahoo interview over the air uh, the, the day it was released and his producer uh, reached out to me for an interview 2 days later. Uh, but the byproduct of all that was Rich Habits rose to number 7 on Amazon of all books in all categories, which you know is really, it's virtually impossible to do for a (laughs) self-published unknown author. Uh, And it stayed there for for eight straight days. I was ahead of J.K. Rowling and the the number one New York Times bestselling book at the time, which was Lean In. Uh, And I sold over 12,000 books, I think, in in a two-week period. And and Amazon, when, when you hit, you know, bestseller status, that's when you break the top 100 of all books. They give you all sorts of designations, John. I had bestseller status, best book of the year, most wished for book, uh, and all of these different. I think I had six or seven uh, badges that they gave me. And um, what happened is it led to uh, seven national CBS nightly news interviews that I did, uh, an MSN interview, a profile uh, in Success Magazine this past November, this past October, November. uh, And uh, I was just, I just recently accepted an offer to speak in. Toronto at Robin uh, Sharma's Titan Summit, which is, um, you know, that may not mean anything to anybody, but <clears throat> I'm going to be talking alongside with uh, Richard Branson and Russell Simmons. So those are some pretty powerful people. <laughs> That'll mean some things to Fire Nation for sure. Um, so Tom, 
what I love is that, you know, number one, you kept persisting and you continued to send out all those tweets. Um, but the reality is in this story, we kind of brushed over the failure. You know, you kind of skipped pretty quickly from the failure to, to the success. And that's great because it's great to see how you got from point A to point B. But I want to stew a little bit in the struggles and the obstacles and the challenges. I want to really talk about, you know, what you tried to do. Like, what were some things that you did and failed? You know, besides just tweeting. Yeah. I mean, we all tweet. What are some things that were just really frustrating for you that got you to that brink of, of quitting? Oh, John, there's so many. We need a couple of days. Now, <laughs> so I sent out the, one of the first things. I, I read all the books that you're supposed to read and being a successful author. And so I sent out thousands of books to uh, – once my book was published, I sent out th- I think 2,500 books to – newspaper editors, book reviewers, uh, magazines, you name it. I sent it out to everyone. And then I followed up with them. And that, that this took like, you know, three or four months. Right. I followed up with every single one of them. I made phone calls. I emailed them if I could find their email. And not one, not one, John, uh, responded to uh, uh, my follow-up call or my emails. They didn't, they didn't just ignored me. Uh, and then, um, uh, of course, that, then I started pursuing uh, the media with emails. I pitched them. I must have had, I had thousands of pitches, uh, anything that I thought that might uh, pique their interest, I would come up with a pitch and then I would send it out. And almost 100% of the time, John, they would ignore me. They, I never even got a response. Uh, and this went on and on for months. I was so depressed. And this is the thing, an interesting thing about pursuing success and pursuing a, a goal is you have to, you have to be able to forge through the emotional downside of pursuing success because it is it it's one obstacle after another it's as if life is trying to stop <laughs> you and and what i learned about it is these obstacles the, the failures that i've had uh, in just getting anybody interested in talking to me uh, what it forced me to do was hone my message it, it forced me to get better at what i at communicating my research. Uh, and, and it took, you know, two or three years, 27 months really to, before, uh, I got good enough where one person said, you know, okay. Um, and, and that, and that, that meant, you know, I, okay, that's one. I don't care. It's one success. I'll take it. And, and <laughs> what it does, it's interesting when you're, when you're pursuing a goal or major purpose or life dream, you have all, you have nothing but failures and mistakes and you, you're trying to, uh, fix them. Uh, but when you get that one success, I can't it describe to you the feeling. I mean, it's, it's, it's the most hot. It's the best high. There's no chemical you can take that will get you a better high. It, it's like, fe- it's like feeling as if you've just given birth to, you've created something and you've just given birth to it. And somebody said, Hey, I like it. <laughs> You're not a failure anymore. So Tom, let's kind of dive in here for a second because, you know, there's a lot of things that you did right. You know, your persistence, you know, your follow-up, you know, your your perseverance. You know, those are three things you did right. But, you know, let's talk about, you know, some things you did wrong. And, you know, the reality is, is, you know, with Fire Nation, you know, a lot of us, you know, we're like, okay, we want to do this. You know, we want to launch a podcast. We want to publish a book. You know, we want to start a blog. We want to start a video show. And so then we, we all get the exact same books and we all read them. And then we all do the exact same things that these books 
books are telling us to do. And then what happens? You know, these newspaper editors are getting 150 books delivered to their doorstep every single day. And they're just like, what is going on right now? I mean, how do we be unique? You know, that was one thing that, you know, you didn't do at the beginning and you paid for it. But, you know, now looking back on it, you know, how can we be unique? How can we stand out? How can we do things different? Like, what is your advice here? You've got to really be tuned in to your, whatever the industry is that, that you're in. And, and for me, it was self-help. It was the people that write about habits. Uh, it was the people that write about success. You got to be tuned into how they're communicating and you, you just, just copy them. Just duplicate what they're doing uh, because it works. I thought, I said to myself, you know what? I'm, I'm cut from a different cloth. I like to educate people. I like to bring it down to a, a basic, fundamental, easy to understand concept. And so I failed at that for the first, you know, three years. I, I was, the way I was communicating, nobody cared. The media didn't care. The, 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 the book editors didn't care. The newspapers, the magazines, they just didn't care. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I had a horrible blog and a horrible website. It was, you know, the, the worst. <laughs> and, but my, my content was good. You, you know, so, in that, and that's the thing, if, you, if you're, whatever you're pursuing, you have to practice at it and get better. I wasn't good at it in the beginning. And so I just kept writing and writing and practicing and practicing every single day I was doing it. And because of that practice, uh, just like when you're hitting a, a tennis ball, the more times you swing, you know, you hit a serve, or you hit a forehand or a backhand, the more times you do it, the better you get. The, and for me, the more times that I wrote, and tried to uh, communicate something uh, in from my research, I got better and better. So the big failure I think I made was thinking just because you know I have a great I have great research and I did something unique that everybody was going to be interested. Nobody cares. The only thing people care about is when whatever you're trying to communicate affects their lives. And, and I just didn't get that. I, I needed to uh, reinvent Well, Tom, this my- is actually a point that I really want to drill into because I think it's so important. You know, it's like you shared the fact that, listen, like you were trying to do all these things and, you know, you just weren't getting any traction. But then one person who was right there in your niche, you know, Farnoosh, and she, you know, got you in front of the exact right people, you know, that is what in, is where all of your energy should have been focused towards the whole time is like, where can I actually make an inroad in front of people that this actually would matter to right away so that I can start getting some traction, you know? And I, I, I went through this exact same thing. Like I was so excited, you know, for being featured in Time Magazine, you know, the actual prints, the feature of Time Magazine. And it went live and it's like I sat back and waited and like a blip on the screen, barely. Like that wasn't my audience, these, you know, 70 year old men reading Time Magazine. But, you know, a couple weeks later, I was featured in a LinkedIn group, a pretty large one, but, you know, just a LinkedIn group. It wasn't, you know, a Time Magazine type, you know, thing. And, and that just went out of control. People were like, oh my God, this podcast is amazing. You know, I shot to number one in all of business and the downloads were out of control. So targeted, targeted, targeted Fire Nation. If you're going to spend your time, energy, and effort, make sure you're targeting it in the right areas. And Tom, I want you to tell another story now. I mean, you've already shared a number of epiphanies that you've had throughout your journey. 
But I want you to tell one story of one aha moment, of one light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. Take us to that moment, Tom, and then let's walk through the steps you took to turn it into success. My big aha moment was something that I now call unintended consequences of, of being persistent. Uh, when you persist and you never quit on a dream, John, or, or whatever goal you're following, eventually, like, like a, a blind squirrel who, fi- who finds a nut, you become lucky. <laughs> so persistence, keeping at it, creates these unintended consequences. And for me, that was Yahoo. It was Dave Ramsey. It was Success Magazine. It was this Titan Summit that I'm going to be speaking at. And, and I now know that you only realize success in life when you relentlessly pursue whatever it is that you're pursuing, your, your dream or your goal. So what's the story, Tom? Take us there. I really quit on this, John. And uh, I was ready to give up. I ran into someone who told me, look, you can't quit. You have to keep going. Keep pursuing. If you, it was David Chilton who wrote The Wealthy Barber. He's the guy that really uh, t- turned the light bulb on in my head. He, I, he, I sent him an email because I had, I had virtually given up. And I got an email from uh, two, I got two emails from readers who said, hey, your, your book really helped me. It helped turn my life around rich habits. And uh, it reminded me of the wealthy barber. I'd never heard of the wealthy barber, John. So I started doing research on it, found out David Chilton was the author. I sent him an email. I found his email. And I I actually forwarded him the two emails that basically said, my book is better than your book. And, but he had sold two and a half million books. So I wanted to find out how the heck he did it. Uh, He called me back. He called me back within five minutes, John, and he's in Canada and I'm in, in New Jersey. He called me back in five minutes, and he, the first thing he said came out of his mouth was, "So your book is better than my book, <laughs> right?" Uh, and he started laughing, and I said, "David, what the heck did you do to sell two and a half million copies of the book?" And he, he said, "Well, let me ask you a question, Tom. Do you think your book is great?" And I said, "I think it's a great book. I think it's even better than your book." And he said, "That's all that you need to know." He said, "Now, if you really believe in what you're you're pursuing." Your book is a great book. You have to conquer the media. And that means, he told me that means TV, radio, internet, and print. Uh, and then he turned me on to uh, um, a resource, uh, 101 Ways to pub- Publicize Your Book. I read that for the third time because I'd read it already twice. And I, I stumbled across uh, a name, Alex Carroll, who had this uh, radio publicity manual. I bought the manual. It was that's, that's really when the light bulb went off. When I, I read his radio publicity manual, I realized it was like a PhD in media relations. I realized I was doing everything wrong. I, I didn't have a pitch sheet. I didn't even know what a pitch sheet was. So I created a pitch sheet. I, I just duplicated uh, Alex's pitch sheet. And uh, I started uh, emailing it with all different sorts of pitches. And my gosh, I started having success. So, so that that day between David Chilton putting that idea in my head that you have to conquer the media and you, the way to do there's a specific way to do it. And obviously you're doing it wrong. So let, read this book. And I did. It turned me on to Alex Carroll. And the next thing I knew, I ran into Lori Flacare, who I did a TV interview with. She became my publicist and she started, uh, you know, helping direct me. So it was that epiphany was really um the, the, the idea that you have to conquer the media if you want to be a successful author, and that means all four, not one, not TV, not the radio, not podcasts, all four. 
Fire Nation, it's this well-rounded approach. You know, it's, it's really knowing the actual direction that you want to take with your campaign, you know, with your blitz, you know, whatever you're going to do. And having that well-rounded platform approach, you know, finding where that crack in the armor is and then exposing it and then widening it out. And, you know, Tom, I'm sure like when you were on Dave Ramsey's show, you know, that was like a great crack in the armor where then all these opportunities are coming to you from other podcasts or other radio show hosts who are like, who are listening to this and saying, well, if Dave Ramsey is going to have Tom on, like, obviously I got to get this guy on as well. So find that handhold fire nation and really just hold on tight. And Tom, what I want to do now is talk about today, present times. Like we've kind of alluded to the fact you've been literally on fire for the past 16 months. What's the one thing that has you most fired up today? Ever since I be, the, the book became a bestseller, I, I've, I've been reading about how impossible it is for a uh, first-time self-published author uh, to become successful. Thank God, John, I didn't read that stuff uh, before. Because it would, <laughs> right. I, you know, it would have put all the doubts in my head. I just, you know, sometimes ignorance is bliss when you're pursuing something. It is. And, and I just ignorantly went in pursuing this as a self-published author. Uh, and and the, the average self-published author I found out recently, they sell less than 100 books. Uh, and, and I'm on track to sell 30,000 books by the end of this year. Uh, so statistically, that makes me, you know, an outlier. I'm, you know, matter, no matter what the future holds with my books, I, I know I'm in the top one half of 1% of all authors who sold books in 2014. And that just blows my mind, John, because I never really thought anything else other than I'm going to pursue this and I'm going to be successful. I'd never really failed in anything that I pursued. Nothing, nothing like this. I, I didn't pursue anything like this with, with uh, you know, having to get so many uh, different people involved, media types. But boy, I, I tell you, I, I feel, you know, when, when the fog cleared after um, the Dave Ramsey show, uh, I sat back and I said, I can't, I can't believe this. I just can't believe what's going on. Wow. And uh, I, I, and I still am, I'm still like kind of, a little bit shock. I'm in, I'm in shock. And, and one thing keeps coming after another. So, you know, I, I'll tell you, man, I'm, I'm, I never, I'm not, I'm not an egotistical person. If anything, I, I'm always the, my worst, my own worst critic. But even when I look at myself in the mirror today, the person I see is not the Tom Corley of 16 months ago. I see a completely different person. I see the, the Tom Corley that I, I want to be the person that I haven't, that I created my vision for. And, and uh, I, I'm proud of myself now and, and I'm going to keep going. I've got a lot of energy now. And it's people like Dave Ramsey and Farnoosh and Success Magazine that, that really uh, have, have fueled the fire. Um, an entrepreneur on fire. An entrepreneur on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. What I love, Tom, <laughs> is that, you know, it's just you've taken this, you know, momentum and you've just gone with it. And Fire Nation, there's nothing more valuable in this world than momentum when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a business owner. So when you see that momentum going, don't do anything to take your foot off the pedal. Don't do anything to impede that snowball effect going down the hill. Don't take a breath, you know, don't close your eyes because you need to just be adding so much fuel to the fire while this is going and while this is hot. And this is, you know, this is just a moment in time. You know, this is, you know, Tom's 15 minutes of fame have now gone for 16 months because he's continuing to get that momentum going down the hill and he's adding that fuel to the fire. So, Tom, 
awesome stuff. We're going to dive a little bit more into a couple things in a little bit here. But Tom, before we do, we're going to enter the lightning round. But first, let's thank our sponsors. How many times have we all tried to speak specifically and intelligently about a certain topic, but lack the proper lingo to do so? For example, telling your mechanic that the thingy in the engine is broken probably isn't too helpful. It's the same idea when you're trying to communicate with designers about your project. The more specific you can be about your request, the better the chances are they can meet and exceed your expectations quickly and without needless and costly revisions. 99designs makes this process easy. With a creative brief catered to entrepreneurs and small business owners, They set you up for a successful project where over 900,000 designers compete to deliver you the best design. Sounds pretty cool, right? The best part is, projects start at just $199, and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50-plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Tom, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds cool to me, John. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? John, I didn't know uh, what I wanted to do and that created, uh, I guess, a lack of passion for me. You have to, when you tap into your main purpose in life, that fuels you with passion. Uh, it gives you the willpower you need to, to persevere. Uh, so not knowing what you want to do, that will hold you back in life from being an entrepreneur. What is the best advice you've ever received? You got to pursue different things until you find that one thing that you're passionate about. You'll, you'll know it when... Uh, when it happens, because it, it doesn't feel like you're working uh, and you can do it for 12 to 14 hours a day. And it seems like you have all this energy in the world. Share one of your personal habits, Tom, that you believe contributes to your success. The daily five. I have this thing called the daily five. It's doing five things every single day, no matter what happens in my day, good or bad. I do these daily five. It's five things that help move me forward towards pursuing my goal. Boom. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can just share with our listeners? I, I'll be honest with you. The, Twitter has been my main resource in uh, the success that I've had. I, I, it's turned me on to so many people. I meet so many people through Twitter and it, a lot of them have become friends with me. Yeah, Twitter. It's the last conversation on the internet. And Tom, if you could recommend one book for our listeners to go right next to Rich Habits, what would it be? And why? A Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect, when I read it, 
uh, I thought it was he and I were on the same wavelength. I really uh, uh, what he he really gets it. He's uh, in the compound effect. I think you'll learn so much about the snowball effect, compounding, the power of compounding, doing your daily habits every single day. So my question for you has to be, have you read The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson? I have. Good man. Love that. Those two books go together really well, Fire Nation. And I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Tom, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, I would, I would, first thing I would do is set up a blog and I would start writing like crazy. I would blog, I would post everything to the internet. Uh, I would try and get that information out there, try and get to know people. Cause that's what I found out, John. I learned, I've, I've gotten to know so many people from pursuing this rich habit stuff. So I would start writing because that's what I love to do. Do what you love to do when you find yourself in an environment that, you know, is foreign to you, just do what you love to do and everything will fall fall in place. Killer. Well, Tom, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. The best advice I can give, it's one of the the, the top rich habits, and that is 30 minutes a day of daily self-education reading. You got to read, you got to read for education, devote 30 minutes or more a day and you'll grow your knowledge base. You'll see opportunities you didn't see before. It's so critical to success, uh, this daily self-education. And what's the best way that we can connect with you? My website is richhabits.net. I post all of my research articles on there, John, even when my publicist tells me not to. (laughs) I post everything. Uh, I have over 400 articles on there from my research, uh, and a lot of that ends winds up in books that I write. So it's richhabits.net. You can also get free ebooks there and uh, free reports. So you can see all the media interviews that I've had, the big ones. And, of course, you can buy my books there or wherever books are sold. Killer. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Tom and myself today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Tom in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And of course, go check out richhabits.net directly. And Tom, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friends, We salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, do you have a message to share with the world? Join Kate and I on our free podcast workshop, and we'll show you the way. Text PARADISE to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 